Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September the 2nd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um... Lead off segment for this episode is entitled The NBA is so far out ahead um, of the uh, on the curve as far as the uh, pandemic and social injustice issues. Um, and it's just amazing that. You know, you have better leadership in a sports organization than you do in the country. You know, the way that they're doing it is the way that you're, you know, that the is the way that, in my opinion, the way the whole country should be doing it. Um, and I don't know why society puts more pressure on... Um, athletes than they do on the president you know you gotta help me understand that Um, but I'm glad that the uh, athletes are doing what they're doing because I think kids pay more attention to them than um and I think society as a whole pays more attention to athletes than the president. And it's not a shot at the president. It's just facts. But we all know that the president has more power and influence, especially the one that we have now, than, you know, really anybody. Um, you know, his words inspire, you know, some of the most you know, outrageous, radical people, you know, in this country that they feel like they can just walk down the street with a semi-automatic weapon and execute people. And, you know, the president sends out his uh, condolences to the uh, individual. Um, And, you know, it is what it is. You know, I wish it wasn't that way. I mean, I wish we had somebody in in the White House that was actually um you know, just just presidential. You know, this guy there there's no way that you can you know, he's just doing it to get votes. You know. So I don't know, man. Um, like I said, the NBA is doing everything right. The bubble, you know, letting these guys speak on social injustices. I mean, the NFL handled it completely wrong four years ago. Um, and, um, I don't know. So, 
We just have to We gotta get Trump out of there I'm sorry I don't have nothing against the guy He just sucks at the job I mean let's just call it right down the middle You know He was a Democrat his whole life Then he just switched to Republican So he could get elected Easily Because there's no way he was gonna win a Democratic nomination So It is what it is Alright Let me know what you think about that segment Uh, Next segment Famous sports entity Keeps flagging my YouTube videos It's hilarious I mean It really is I mean I was uploading videos At 3 o'clock in the morning And they're private I had them tagged as private And then (laughs) um, They're getting flagged for Having YouTube music library songs on them Like I'm getting flagged for that It's just petty I mean They're um, Florida State football videos From NCAA 14 Just games that I'm playing That I upload Just and You know They're not like I'm not getting like a million views I mean 10 to 15 people watch these videos When I um, post them So You know That this famous sports entity that I won't say Because they might try to sue me if I slander them I mean, it's pathetic You know, they've got almost a million followers A million viewers On their YouTube channel And you sitting here messing with a guy That doesn't even have A, a, a a third, a fourth of what you have And it's just pathetic That you every Every time I put up Gaming videos You flagging them over nonsense You flagging them like you own the game Like you're EA Sports And and then they'll put a 30 day flag on it And then when the 30 days up They just let it go It's hilarious It's pathetic really I get a laugh. I mean, you guys are paying me that much attention. I love it. So, I mean, I just take it. I mean, I'm flattered, really. I mean, I must be doing something that you don't like. Because you don't own the game. You don't own the YouTube, any music in the YouTube library. And that's all I use in my videos. So, you know, it's just like you, you've got nothing else better to do. I mean, we in a pandemic. You guys are a big sports conglomerate. You know, you could be using your platform to help people. But instead, you messing with me. You know, and then you've got, I, I want to say you've got Deion Sanders. You know, doing stuff for y'all. You know, instead of focusing on focusing on that, you're focusing on me. So it's it's crazy. Um. Anyway, you know, let me know what you think about that um segment. And I'm pretty sure after mentioning Deion Sanders, you can figure out who I'm talking about. Um. So let me know what you think about that um, segment. Um, 
Florida State stuff. What if James Blackman went on a Joe Burrow type run? And, you know, that would be phenomenal. But he, he won't be able to go on that run if the offensive line can't hold up. You know, Joe Burrow was able to go on that run because that offensive line, you know, was one of the best in the country last year. Joe Burrow had one of the best defenses in the country last year. Joe Burrow had the best, one of the best uh, groups of receivers. I mean, everything just clicked. And then, you know, Joe Burrow's a pretty good quarterback. You know, everything just clicked. Um, But I would love to see James Blackman go on that type of run, man. You know, it would be awesome for him. It would be awesome for Florida State. It would be awesome for the fans. And, um, you know, I don't think, I can't think of another Florida State player that deserves it more. Um, he's been through a lot of stuff in his uh, previous uh, three seasons. Coming up on his fourth season at Florida State. And I would love to see this guy go over the top and become one of the best to ever do it. If he goes on that Joe Burrow um, type run, um, you know, it would be great. Um I think, again, Norvell has to be able to get that um, the football out of his hands as uh, as quickly as possible. Um, you know, he likes to hang on to the ball and try to make a big play. I don't think that that's going to be uh, feasible this year. He's got a lot of tight ends. He's got a lot of running backs. He's got some very good wide receivers. He can check that ball down. And, you know, be very good. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment is entitled, Is Red Shirting a Thing of the Past at Florida State? Um, I'm not gonna say <clears throat> I'm not gonna say it's a thing of the past. I think it's gonna be very hard for them to red shirt talented players. Um, just because they're, um, they're trying to get back to what they used to be. So, I mean, if you're a freshman and you're, you know, pretty good, you're going to have a chance to, um, you know, play at Florida State. Um, you know, that's just, um. You know, that's just the situation right now. I mean, back in the day, you know, we had so much talent that, you know, we could afford to sit some guys. I mean, Charlie Ward was a fifth-year senior, and I think he was the best quarterback the whole time he was at Florida State. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he didn't play until really his – uh I'm trying to remember now. 19. He really didn't play until his uh his uh his senior his fifth year. He really didn't play that much until then. And, you know, you just it's just crazy. And he leads him to the national championship and he wins the Heisman Trophy. So I mean I would have to say he was better than Casey Weldon. 
but I mean, you've had other guys red shirt, but I, I think I don't think it's a thing of the past. I just think it's gonna be on a case by case basis. Um, but the current situation that the program is in is gonna be hard for them to sit sit a talented guy. I mean, I could see them red shirt and kickers and punters, things of that nature. But if you've got a running back or a wide receiver or a quarterback that's, you know, highly recruited, five star, he's got to play. You you're not in a position as a program to uh, red shirt those guys. They've got to play. It's really that simple. Um. So let me know what you think about that segment. Um. My top five Florida State football plays of all time. All right. Number five, Dalvin Cook. Um, running away from the Clemson defense. Uh, was it 2015? Yeah, F, it was a, it was um it was at Florida. I mean, yeah, it was at Florida State. I mean, he just broke. And nobody could catch him. And, you know, it's just one of the more memorable plays in uh, Florida State history. I mean, that's what we used to be about as a program. Making those type of plays. Um, But we still lost the game. So, um, it is what it is. On a BS call. Okay, um, you know the ACC wanted to get Clemson in as as the into the national championship, so they hit Freddie Stevens Stevenson with that that BS call, and it is what it is. Number four, um, I would have to go with the uh, screen pass to Warwick Dunn, nineteen ninety three against the Florida Gators. Again, one of the more memorable plays. And uh, Florida State history, um, you know, you just knew Ward Dunn was going to be special after he made that play. I mean, that that wasn't the most difficult um, evaluation to make. Um, you know, I can remember almost, you know, jumping through the roof when he made that play. Um, so let me know what you think about that one. Number three. Um, the ricochet from, um, I don't know, was that Marcus Outson? Uh, it was Florida State against Florida. Um, Marcus Outson threw a pass. It was tipped by a Florida Gator. Peter Wart caught it, juked a couple of Gators, and just strutted into the end zone. I mean, just now... I was at a former girlfriend's house. This was, what, 1999? Was that the national championship? It might have been 98. Yeah, it was 98. I was at a girlfriend's house. And we, you know, we had just started, you know, our relationship. We was about six, seven months into it. I started screaming. She thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) When I started screaming, she started screaming. I was like, what's wrong with you? She's like, what's wrong with you? I thought you was having a heart attack. I was like, no, I'm watching the Florida State-Florida game. 
I say, you know, I'm a Florida State fan. I say, one, you know, they just the dude just made a crazy play. Um, so, you know, it's just just how I do when Florida State does well. So that was number three. Number two, I would have to go with um, Kelvin Benjamin with the uh, the Moss. A play over, um, I forget the DB's name. And he actually played for the San Francisco 49ers, so I should remember him. But, um, yeah, I mean, James Jameis Winston uh, leads the game-winning drive against Auburn, goes down, scores. I mean, you'll never forget that play if you're a Florida State fan ever. Some people have that as their number one. I don't. Um, I was screaming and hollering. When that um, when that play happened, my number one all-time Florida State play, and no, listen, no um, snub to Dion, okay, but he put Florida State on the map. He's the man, but and he made a lot of great plays. But did he make any plays that? That you just gonna never forget. I mean, you got the Clemson punt return. That's that's really all I can remember. But I didn't. That's not one of my top five. He's definitely in my top ten, but not my top five. My number one all-time Florida State play has got to be the uh, Peter Warwick bomb against Virginia Tech in the uh, 2000 Sugar Bowl, Florida State versus Virginia Tech national championship, and. Um, you know, I still I still have the Sports Illustrated in mint condition, okay, where he caught that bomb and, and got up and did his little strut, okay? So my top two is Peter Ward. Um, I didn't even, I could have did a whole top five on Peter Ward, man. I mean, just one of the, just one of the more, explosive players and he just seemed like he was so fast at florida state and then we got to the pros it was just you know i know injuries derailed his career but he just didn't look that fast in the pros um but that play against virginia tech in the national championship is my my number one play of all time so let me know what you think about that um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um, thank you for listening. Um, please um, wear a mask. Please social distance. Please do your research on um, flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. Please be aware of your surroundings when you go out in places. Um, and as always, go nose.